Hey guys, it's your girl Antoinette with A and B Combos. This DJ from uh, A and B Combo, you know. And tonight we are hopping into what it means to be down with the swirl. So we do have Miss Anisha Ward and Jason Ward, um, who are an interracial couple who have agreed to uh, give us the real on their relationship and you know any uh pros cons any ups and downs that they've been through um dealing with social media dealing with you know family friends um so um first off once again thank you guys for being on the show and i guess our first question for you is um i know people on social media like basically talk plenty of shit when it comes to interracial dating um you know from it being a fad from it you know being fetishized things like that um, but outside of social media, have you guys gotten any, you know, it's almost like they try to make it like it's back in the sixties where people are like, you know, throwing stones and, you know, shit like that, um, on the street. Have you guys like gotten any, any kind of looks or has anyone ever like actually come up to you and said some shit to you? I'll say with ugly looks, like it's mainly from older people so like we'll be in the store right. shopping yeah. minding our business and then here comes like a karen and she's staring us down <laughs> and i'm like what what right. <laughs> did you need a tomato and definitely, <laughs> and definitely with all the people that do get strange looks um it's definitely always like it shouldn't be, it's like obvious, but it's usually white people who are giving the strange looks, <laughs> oh, you know? No. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd be looking fine, girl. And... They'd be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, do, I do know, I do know there's a lot of uh, African American people out there that do like embrace the ideals of black love and they like to yeah. hold on to like keeping a strong bloodline. And I'm mm-hmm. aware of that, and that's why I just wanted to like highlight that, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mainly like white people that are giving the weird looks, you know, <laughs> and that just needs to be a big point. Yeah, if anything, right, right. like what I've seen is like more black people. Like when I tell them I'm married to a white guy, they're more like, "Oh, okay," but like sometimes it's in a toxic way where it's like, "Oh, girl, you won," and it's like it's not a fucking lottery. Right. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> is my lottery ticket like he's my one but it's right. not because he's white and that's what they kind of so when they're accepting us it's more like oh good for you and it's like right. i mean he's cool <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me of reminds me of my friends when we first started dating yeah that it's like this really weird toxic masculinity type thing or even like kind of fetishizing black people yeah. Like, all my friends literally gave me props, like, oh, you finally managed to get yourself a black girl, Lloyd! <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 in a way, there needs to be less of that. Mm-hmm. Out of my own opinion, because... We're like, a regular-ass couple. Yeah, like right. you said, <laughs> we right. shouldn't, like, be praised, like, just for loving who we love, you know? Exactly. And that's how I feel, <laughs> too. Like, I know in... Let's see, when I was younger... We had what I was in a pretty diverse neighborhood, but I know like I liked Hispanics when I was younger. So my first boyfriend was Hispanic type shit, and like his, the, if it wasn't the younger family members, it's always like the older ones that are just like, ah, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, 
I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it. Like, I've been called a lot of shit. Like, a mud. I think I called all types of shit. But I don't know. Oh, I've, I've been called, like, I've been called bed wench all the time. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, and it's yeah. always on Facebook. It's always, like, it's always somebody who, like, looks like they just woke up out of a dumpster <laughs> and that everyone should just <laughs> worship them because they're a black man. And it's, like, those hotep kind of people who are, like, oh, yeah. Oh, my opinion doesn't matter on black issues because I'm a your bed, a bed wench. Yeah, like I, I've seen that before, and I'm just like, you know, for me, with me growing up in a diverse area, it it wasn't strange to me. And then when I got in high school, I started noticing that people were like weirded out by the the whole interracial dating thing, and oh, you should stay with your own people. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, looking back in my family. I know for a damn sure we got some white people in our family. I know we do. <laughs> like, we, it's so many Mathises in Arkansas. <laughs> like, it's so many. Yeah. So I'm just like, how can I, you know, be against, you know, someone who is basically a part of my, my bloodline? Like, I'm not going to go out here and be like, you know, you can't do this, that, and the other. Because honestly, you know, when my daughters get older, I want them to date someone who loves them and who, you know, mm-hmm. cares for them, no matter what the race is. Like, you know, yeah. point blank, period. I mean, we met each other when we were 15 and he was 16 in high school. I wasn't going into high school like, what's the next white man that I can, like, no. (laughs) We were in PE class together. Like, we would just walk the track together. And he was, if anything, he was just really mysterious to me. And I was like, I'm going to uncrack that code. Mm -hmm. And that was my whole thing. (laughs) Instead of it being like me just looking at your skin and being like, Yep, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. So, like, did, when you guys did start dating, was there any kind of backlash from your families, or were they just like cool? <laughs> My family, but it wasn't because of his race. It was because I was definitely not allowed to date, and I was just doing my own thing. And I was like, "How are you gonna stop me?" So, right. <laughs> I dated him in secret for our whole high school, like for the entirety of high school, like three years, I dated him in secret. Didn't, I wasn't allowed to go out on dates really with him. I couldn't hang out with him outside of school. So it was never about a race thing. It was just more, my parents were strict and that was it. Right. But my parents, my parents made a bet with my aunts and my uncles because my aunts and uncles said Anisha's going to marry a white guy. And my parents were like, no, (laughs) but it wasn't because they didn't want me to. It was just like, no, she's not. And now my aunt and uncle won money. (laughs) (laughs) Co-auntie and uncle, yes. Yeah, right. And regarding my side, my side's really boring. Uh, No one really, like when I said my girlfriend at the time was black, like my mom wasn't like, hell no, we can't have that here. It wasn't nothing like that. Uh, Yeah, for the most part, like, it wasn't weird or anything. I wrote a letter to his mom when we first started dating, and she wrote me a letter back, like, talking Aww. about how she used to do ballet as well. And, like, we connected over a letter before I ever met her. So. Oh, that's so dope. That is so dope. <laughs> right. And then y'all been dating since, like, high school, like, high school sweetheart yeah. type shit. So that's really, really cute. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. Long time coming. Oh, girl, yeah. For real, for real. I'm <laughs> high school, I can't remember who I, like, just seriously my first boyfriend was colombian and i was it's crazy because like after i mean with 
with the whole like the Ahmed thing happening and like all these yeah. things that are coming to light on the news and me and him have been talking about this all day and like I keep telling him I'm like thank you so much for like listening to me and he's like it's not that he's like Anisha you're my wife you're black our kids right. are gonna be black we're gonna need to talk about this even if it's upsetting even if it's redundant like right. he's giving me a space to keep talking about it which yeah, I do I <laughs> basically just need to be open to hearing out the struggle and I don't know even though I'll never be black like I just need to at least hear people out and try to absorb as much as I can what it is like to be you know and all the struggles that comes with this like right. she said my wife's black my kids will be black and I just need to know when I'll need to speak up, you know? Yeah, like right. my sister, my mom, my father, my uncle, like he loves them all. So it's not even about, well, I don't want to hear that. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, right. oh, can we not talk about that today? Like, no, it's his life now. And exactly. like, it's a choice that right. he made. And so for people to sit around and be with people who can't understand or even try to understand or listen, it's like, I just don't respect them. That's me. I feel you. Like, I feel you on that. <laughs> no respect whatsoever. But yeah, that's what I've seen a lot. Basically, just a lot of internet talk. A lot of um, just just a lot of hate over the internet. And I, I hate it because I'm like the this quarantine, especially. I don't know if you're in unpopular opinions or whatever, but it, it's this group of um, they're part of Hebrew Israelites, I think, and they're ISUPK or something like that. But oh my God, they be going in. <laughs> that is probably why I'm not. <laughs> they be going in. I'm just like it's this one guy. He posts up things about single moms all day, single black oh moms, God. interracial dating moms. I'm like it's a two. Like my biggest thing is this, you know, single mom or not, you know, if you get with someone. And you have a two-parent household, and it's a healthy relationship. Why the fuck does it matter what race they are? Like, okay. you know, why does it even matter? But I don't even know. Like, My whole thing is, is definitely a double standard for a black woman dating a white man or any other race of man. We're sellouts. Um, yeah. Oh, like you obviously like. I don't know. I can't really think off the top of my head, but I am more insulted than when a black man is dating a white woman or anyone outside of his race. Instead, right. that's a praised thing. Sorry. I'm like, yeah, all yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I've seen it a lot. Like, dudes be like, yeah, yeah, you got a stone. Because I asked a couple of people on my status to be like, you know, hey, did y'all, you know, join me on my podcast or whatever. And I know one, like the first guy who responded, like I went to high school with him. So I know he's like a snow bunny, you know, he, he wants to get him <laughs> and it's all like a fad or whatever. And I'm just like, come on, on, yeah. get on, on the podcast. I can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. you know, like, and I was just talking to Jay about that. And I was like, why is it when like, it's a black single mother with maybe a mixed child and it's like, we're demonized mm -hmm. because, oh, well, you went outside of your race. What did you expect? And then, but, but then black men can go and impregnate all these white women who really don't need to be raising black kids. Like, at yeah. all. I yeah, I've seen that a lot as well. Everyone being in interracial relationships, but it's like, how are you going to go with Becky, who's out here saying the N-word all the time, and can't do hair, um, doesn't mm -hmm. want to connect with their history, but it's okay, because you did it. Right. But not me. Exactly. <laughs> so like, if anything, I'm a black woman. I can raise black kids. Exactly. Well, 
not all white women are equipped to raise black kids or they they don't even reach out or care enough to learn to take care of black kids they'll leave their hair looking like this every day and (laughs) they'll make them have identity issues instead of nurturing where they come from which is their father because he's not there to teach them because he left her you know right right which sucks and I don't know. I know, like, because I'm in a lot of mom groups, and so with moms that, um, especially if it's like like melanated mom group or whatever, there will be mm-hmm. like some white women who be like, "Look, I need help. I don't know what I'm doing with this hair." Yes, like, I respect. And I'm just women. like, "Yes, come." You know what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> I don't know what I'd be doing with the hair either. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know how to braid. I'm I don't. You know, I, don't, yeah. Like, I know my hair is like a three B, and so I'm like, I'm expecting our kids to come out with any kind of coils, but I'm gonna yeah. be all up on Google. <laughs> exactly i'm like I, I can't do the hair i don't like to do i don't like to do my hair my mom mm-hmm. lives like three buildings over from me so on wash day i like to just pop up and be like hey mom what are you doing <laughs> oh my god you wash your hair okay cool <laughs> <laughs> like do mine too but yeah i definitely agree there is a double standard I do see it a lot. I remember when, like, um, for instance, like, everyone used to say that Serena Williams was, like, super ugly. I mean, she used to get dogged out. And then when mm. she got, you know, dated or married or whatever, then they were like, oh, you, you know, you're a traitor, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just yeah. like, you're Aren't the same. Just, just calling her like a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, she found someone who loves her for her. You know, like, I don't, yeah, I don't right. see the issue. Take her to Paris on lunch breaks. Hello. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay, sis. Don't flex on us. Right. But then, like you said, there was a lot of the, the toxic, too. Like, oh, girl, yeah, you won and blah, blah, blah. But it's yeah. just like, I just found a good man, period. Like, there's yeah. no other way around it. So, I'm down. I'm down for the squirrel. <laughs> make it, you know. I It was this one dude in high school. And it's so funny because he was like, I, when I uh, moved from Dallas, I went to Hope, Arkansas. It's like a real small town. But out of all the, you know, you have your little jocks or whatever, but he had like this super long blonde hair and he was like all skaterish and shit. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm so in love. And his name was Gunner Lee. <laughs> Gunner freaking Lee. I was like, yep, this bae right there. He brushed his hair and all types of shit. <laughs> it did not last. I though. can't like, once his I went hair. to college. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think everyone should at least try today outside their race like have you noticed any differences from dating you know other races are dating you know any differences like that i've only been in two real relationships the colombian guy and this guy so i got very lucky with like just my selection of like (laughs) yeah but i will say like a lot of women and men bring up that like with the two black people you don't have to explain certain things so for me like some people might not have the patience i do when it comes to talking about him about race issues and what but also with him i don't have to explain that much because it's just an obvious human rights decency thing but for the most part like we don't have like a cultural shared experience so some people might be missing that when they're interracially dating Mm -hmm. um but for him he's had more diverse experiences yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh, for the most part uh the first like couple girls i did were predominantly white and not to bash like 
my own people or however you want to label it. All my experiences with white girls, basically, a lot of them just kind of treated me like shit and Aww. cheated on me. I'm sorry, it's not funny. So, <laughs> I'm dead. Sorry. It was probably more like, what was it? Subconscious, like, oh, maybe I should try something else, but I also didn't make it like a point. But as soon as I started dating outside of my race is when I started to see relief, you know? Because I right. do feel like with women of and minorities races, like they do value like loyalty and they are usually the women who do stay at home cooking all day, you know, and stuff That's like what that. That's what he likes. <laughs> and, uh, I just want to like highlight that. Um, uh, We're real good. Point. Um, like homemakers, but that's just, it's not obviously all of us. It's just more, that's the type of woman he wanted. And when he was dating those white girls, like he didn't see that in them. Yeah, and definitely. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. A free man at home. <laughs> and also, um, I think also just because of how open-minded he is and then like dating within his race, like, of course, when you're dating, like, if I, I don't know, but I would assume if you're like two white people, you don't really have to talk about these things that he has to talk about with me. Right. So Definitely if he not. feels a type of way about something and he's passionate about it and he goes to a white girlfriend, she'd probably be like, okay, like, yeah, I guess that sucks. But it's not like it's her life. It's not about, um, I'm so sorry. Our dogs are really disrespectful. <laughs> 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 It's just like just knowing how he is and how passionate he gets about making sure that everyone is treated equally. I don't think he would have gotten that with a white woman. So him dating outside of his race was good for him because it's something that he is really passionate about and he cares about and he's able to put forth into the world with our family. Right. That's dope. That's dope. And that's why <laughs> like, I feel like everyone should at least kind of go outside their race just to get, you know, the the other side i want to say like yeah. just to experience right. different people because everyone leads a different life and you know has different upbringings that you never know what you can find in common with somebody that you wouldn't have known you know wouldn't have even thought you know what i'm saying so yeah right, i've been right, commenting right. like there's this woman who posted about like she's always complaining that she's single but she doesn't really get out of her city much even before the quarantine happened yes. and Recently, what I've been finding is I've been telling women, like, do you know that you don't have to stay in your same city and hometown to find your true love? Like, imagine if you traveled abroad to Greece or something for the summer and you found your true love out there, but you were just so worried about, I need to date a certain type of people. And it's like, mm -hmm. why limit yourself? Yeah, you might end up marrying a black man, but it's like, why not go and date around? Why do you have to limit yourself? That to me is very close-minded because it's like you're taking away opportunities that you would have never had because you stayed in that hometown you stayed in that select right unless that's really like what you want like go for it but mm -hmm. i always encourage just travel get out of your comfort zone if you're not going to be happy if you're always dating the same people um in the same city that has dated everybody else and everybody knows about them right but 
what, what if you just go down to like the state over and like you meet somebody in the library or something crazy right, <laughs> something right. like romantic like that exactly right <laughs> <laughs> yes because i know that some people they complain 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 about you know for instance like black men will complain about the the black women that they date or vice versa and it's just you're like you know we'll describe them or whatever and it's just like bruh i mean you're only <laughs> it's the same person in a different body like if you yeah. only date dudes in Oak Cliff, you know what I'm saying? Of course you're going to get the same person repeatedly. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Move around, move <laughs> around. Like, you know, I used to, uh, especially when I didn't have a car before, just used to ride, uh, me and my kid, we would just ride. And you can see, like, the difference in people. You know what I'm saying? Just by how they walk, the area, all types of shit. And it's just like, you mm-hmm. know, like, especially at Clyde Warren Park in Uptown, um, up here, it's so diverse. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. you're Asians, you're whites, you're blacks, you're, you know, all over the place. So, you know, that was just like, it's really diverse. And I'm like, I feel like people need to, you know, like you said, get out that comfort zone, travel a little bit because you Honestly, never know what you're I, When I started dating him and I like met his family and stuff, when I learned that he has, is it Aztec or my Apache? My aunt is like a professor and she like majored in like, Aztec or Native American studies of some sort, uh-huh. and I don't know where you're going from there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's like part Apache and Aztec, and when I go to his house, like he has photos of, like, is it? I don't know. There's a photo of this Native American woman. She's super beautiful, and she's standing with this white man who looks very much like him. It's like, it's crazy. I'm like, oh my God, them jeans. That's dope. (laughs) Like, I learned and I researched these things because I met him. And I mean, Native American studies should be, like, probably researched by everybody because we're in their land too. But I would have probably never picked up my phone and researched it had I not met him because it's a part of his culture. And, I mean, you look at him and it's like, hmm, he white. (laughs) (laughs) But then you go into their household and I meet his family and they're just all so diverse. Christmas parties, like different colors everywhere. It's like, I don't know. I I feel like people, they just see a white person and they think mayo casserole and like spinach (laughs) dip. But then it's like you get fully immersed in it. And I mean, my family's Italian. So half of my family's white too. And we don't, I mean, we've made casseroles, but it's mainly Italian food. And so he got... Um, introduced into our authentic Italian food and our soul food. And so nice. he's just a happy camper over oh, here. Right. <laughs> he's good. Oh, that's right. why he sounds so good. I'm like, I want to meet me. Right, right. <laughs> Come over and eat for dinner. Oh, my God. Man, but I don't know. I, I feel just... like people have, like, this assumption of things, and that's what keeps them from doing stuff. But it's like, why limit yourself? Right. You're only you're only on this earth for so long. I mean, why not embrace all these different cultures that make us the melting pot? Exactly. Experiment different things. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Man, that's why I'm just like, I don't know. I hope my girls like, because I had, I had Taylor fairly young, like 20, but if I knew then what I know now, I would have, after high school, I would have got a camcorder, I would have saved my little chump change, got a car, and I would have just mm-hmm. vlogged. <laughs> like, the vlog everything I mean, and just like travel. But yeah, I think I think people should just like 
they ask questions in groups that are like predominantly black you know what i'm saying and they ask yeah. the craziest shit you know what i'm saying they'll ask about interracial <laughs> relationships and stuff and i hate it because it's a, it almost looks like it's a setup to not really learn from it but to kind of bash it like how right. you you know what i'm saying you're asking you know a, a group of predominantly black people who like don't date interracially or you know in this group they talk down on interracial shit or lgbt shit mm-hmm. and you you come in here and ask these questions and i'm just like you don't you're know about it yeah exactly <laughs> like you're doing it and you know you're doing it so what was the purpose of this post but yeah i just i don't know i like i like the basically the truth because on social media it just it puts it out there like almost like interracial couples are like attacked but it's all social media i feel like it's like kind of all talk you know what I'm saying? Of course, I older generations. I also feel like it's where they are, too, and, like, who they surround themselves with. Because right. I'm I'm not going to say, like, it doesn't happen, because, I mean, I don't know. But um, right. I just know for us in Ventura, California, it's we're like a beach town. No yeah. one really cares about us. So it's like, <laughs> but for the most part, um, I have noticed, like, I'm in this natural hair group on Facebook, and like I said earlier, there will be women who go in there with the intention to kind of ruffle feathers and they'll be like, right. I'm tired of black men. So what do you guys in swirl relationships think? And then there will be the swirl couples who are like, it's fabulous. I'm never going back. And then you'll have the people like me who are real. And it's like, it's not all just peaches and cream. Like there will be education moments. There will be like disagreements maybe on a stance. Right. Um, It's not always just the way out and if people are looking at it like that it's also a way to disrespect your own but like, i would never i just can't my father is black he raised me my sisters are black i love them and it's like whether our kids come out like around his shade or even darker than me because we can have any shade okay right so <laughs> we don't know what they're gonna come out like so for us to act like Oh, sorry. White men are definitely not angels, and they <laughs> never have been in history, that's for sure. Uh, speaking from my own experience, uh, my dad was a very abusive man. So, obviously, all these women out there who are like, oh, I need to start dating a white man. It's like, like oh, he'll respect me. Like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely not the case, you know? And I just wanted, obviously, to point that out and, like, white men aren't like the saviors you know especially in dating life there's a lot of dirt with any like race there's always like a one bad apple that ruins the bunch (laughs) right 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 and um god i was gonna say something but i can't remember so you should probably ask a question (laughs) i can't remember (laughs) do you have a question brandon like what was it like when you got very first started dating like How's your friend? What's your friends say? You know, my friends. Um, I mean, again, like Ventura, they're just like, okay. I feel like we were going to high school. Oh, okay. So I forgot about that. So when I first started dating him, he like, for me, I didn't know him in freshman year. He's known me longer than I've known him. But to me. Like everyone was like, you're dating him. He like barely talks, and he was like the the quiet white guy that you would look at in the hallways, and it's like, is he gonna shoot up the school yeah. one Thursday? <laughs> oh, like, no. he, like that was. I know it's sad, but like people would come up to me and they're like, you got him to talk. Yeah, or, people would say that to my face too. Yeah, like just no. mean. And so, um, for and then I'm sure. I mean, I don't know what 
all his friends were saying, but I'm sure they're kind of like surprised that this shoot the school shooter kid was with me, the right. straight A's. So <laughs> that was about it. I mean, my friends really didn't make a big fuss about it. Um, my one black friend who's not my friend anymore because of other reasons, but she was more like like okay like don't cry when he breaks your heart and like things like that she was very bitter and salty but that was just her personality yeah so that was the only person who really gave me like issues right. and then obviously social media they're they're the other people who brought to light any potential issues about like well he's never gonna understand you um he's gonna fetishize you he's gonna fetishize he just wants mixed kids like and it's like, you don't know people like that. Right. So, like, how can you say that, you know? Right, 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 right. And just knowing, like, my family is Italian. They're white. They're Italian. And so if I'm raised by them, of course, it's going to be more acceptable for me because I'm like, I'm. he's not a brand new person to me. I'm right. like, right. I've been raised around. And I know the history. I know all those yeah. things. And it just didn't phase me. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, feel, I feel you on it. Yeah. Regarding my friend's reactions, kind of like how I said earlier, it was just a lot of weird phrasing, like I came up in the <laughs> racial chain or something, <laughs> you know, and I got, I got a lot of that. I felt like if I did grow up with my father's side more, I would have probably got a more of a weird reaction yeah. with my family, because my dad's side is like on like they live in Oklahoma, so I'm sure that there are some weird racial tensions and right. other yeah. like beliefs that have been like drilled in their brain, you know. And I kind of will never know their side or what they think, you know, because we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely different coming from my mom's side, which does have some Hispanic like roots and Native American roots, you know. But we have gotten pretty positive results other than my weird friends, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah. That's definitely understandable. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's just the way that society has kind of, in its own way, like fetishized um, interracial relationships, has people kind of like riding that wave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's like, it's almost like, I know some people are afraid to go out because they think, oh my God, I'm going to be fetishized or, you know, like, uh, like you said, you it's know, the friends are like high-fiving each other and stuff. And, you know, that is like, I feel like that is a risk that you are taking, but like, you never know until you try. And then on top of that, you yeah. can't just date one person and be like, yeah, so everyone in this race sucks. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Not one bad experience. Right. I don't know if you like saw my post because I mean I've been really fed up with the news lately. But I was just yeah. saying yeah. how grateful I am that he is the way he is. That I can talk about these things constantly instead. Because that post that I saw in that group where she's a black woman married to a white man with a black son who's two months old, and the first thing out his mouth was, "Well, all lives matter." And what about black on black crime? And it's like, right. how could you have married somebody like that without having a conversation first? Right, and how right. could you give him a son that's going to be black, that's going to be characterized already just from his skin? So, like, for me, it's like women who just jump into that and then recklessly get married, get pregnant and have these men's babies and they don't even really care. They just liked you because your skin was different, because you looked different than what Becky what looked like. And it's like, and it's like, well, now look at you. Right. <laughs> look at you now. now you're really trapped. <laughs> 
you're, exactly. you're trapped in a cray cray way but um <laughs> i don't know man i just i'm glad that you guys like have a lot of support and i'm really glad to hear like because i was so afraid that there was going to be you know like hella drama you know what i'm saying like yeah and basically social media will be like yeah i told you that's how it's gonna be like <laughs> no there is a lot of basically loving and supporting you know interracial relationships and the fact that you guys can you know like you said can be open with him and consciously talk with him and shit like that is it's like really cool because like you said there's a lot of people who just jump into it feeling like you know they've won and now you have someone who's just like damn that sucks on yep. to back what to what I was saying. <laughs> I feel like with a lot of people, like white people, like a lot, not all of them like to listen the way I do. And a lot of people, when they jump into these interracial relationships with white people, I feel like that's what they're missing a lot of the time. They don't have somebody that's willing to listen to these minorities' problems, you know, or they're not open to the idea and i just feel like there's not enough like people willing to listen and willing to make those changes it's, and hear people out you know yeah and it's also because like you get into a relationship not expecting like he could have dated a white woman and got into a relationship and never had to talk about these problems ever because it right. wouldn't ever relate to him and so if you're getting into a relationship like that like you're not automatically thinking how does he think about how the race disparities in our country like that's not what you're getting into relationship thinking you're in right. love you're having fun you're going on dates and then you have a serious talk and they're like Bleh. so oh i drank something <laughs> I was like, oh. you're good you're good <laughs> <laughs> but like with us like it's gonna like we like i said we've been talking about it all day all week like this is gonna be our future and we need to talk about these things and people just don't want to talk about serious things because it's uncomfortable because like when I'm saying white people, he knows that I'm not talking about all white people because right. obviously here he is. Right. So right. Yeah, yeah. white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about understanding that it's not about an accusation game. It's not about who's had it worse. It's not about, well, I've been manhandled by the police, so why can't black people get over it? It's not about that. It's just about like what he said, it's listening because you love your your partner and you know that you're having a future with them where this stuff matters. Right. Did you right. I Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot. Very <laughs> good, good. I mean, like I said, that's that's pretty dope, especially you know, like you said, with the, the kids. I feel like unfortunately some interracial or some mixed kids are raised to kind of stay away from their black side and that results in them being kind of side eyed from both sides. It just puts them in a really bad position in in society and they kind of don't have their full identity so then they mm -hmm. grow up you know and they kind of it's a generational type curse where they kind of pass that type of shit down unless they you know yeah hello like <laughs> oh she's been canceled so long i forgot her name <laughs> and i hate that too <laughs> yeah she's irrelevant yeah she's been canceled for a very long time I, you know what she's been canceled so long i forgot what she said but i just know whatever the fuck it was i was just like what <laughs> <laughs> i cannot but yeah i feel like on the cool like black guys they do get a kind of like a pass um even in like yeah. some of the social media groups i'm in um you know they'll hit you with well it's a preference you know what i'm saying and i'm like you know i understand preferences and things like that but that same energy. 
thank you. Like you can have a preference without like downing your entire race. You know what I'm saying? If you are if you're with some, oh with gosh. somebody, be with them. You know because like you fuck with them, you love them, you click with them. But if you're posting up pictures like, yeah, I got I got me a white girl. You know, black women suck. Or yeah, I got my white yeah, man. Never. Yeah, yeah. You, you you dudes could never touch this. Blah blah blah. Like. It's automatically going to make like me a whole think. black mom. They have a whole black sister, aunt, right. uncle. Like, okay. A big problem with a lot of people, too, is they have a trouble. Anisha kind of brought this to my attention when I first started dating her. was a lot of people have trouble differentiating uh, preference and, like, fetishizing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like that's a real big problem with your guys' culture and, like, your people, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's true. And like the whole like colorism thing, how Thanks. people will fetishize mixed kids and they're like, oh, I can't wait for my kid to have caramel skin and loose curls and blue eyes. And it's like, are you describing someone that you date for your right. kid kind of thing? Like, yeah, that's a little yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah way <laughs> incestive. So like, why are you caring about what your kid's going to look like when you should just love that? build the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Back. Like, I know, I was just like, dang. Because with Taylor, I don't really feel like we look alike. But with my last baby, River, I was just like, when she came out, I was like, holy fuck, finally. Like, she has my nose. That means my grandkids <laughs> might have my nose. Like, my nose is going to yeah. be going down the bloodline. I was so happy. But um, yeah, other than that, I really don't. Tried to guilt me with that too. But with the oh, with the like fetishizing children or no, with like the bloodline thing. Like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. now your bloodline is gonna like because now Tainted. I'm yeah, it's watered down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, not like one of our kids can marry someone with dark skin or like Hispanic. Like, why do we need to be pure anyways? Right. Like, why? Because I still have a friend that really thinks. <laughs> that you should be purified like that. I'm like, bro, it's... But I feel like this. Not a real thing. On the cool like like, we're not pure to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not a real thing. <laughs> and they, they put them, you know, in, in, on the plantations or the cane fields or whatever. Like, you yeah. know, yellow people got here some way and it's, it's not <laughs> mixing. So I'm like, you know, we're not pure to begin with. I feel like with you guys, it's like, kind of an exception and it's okay because it's like white people have oppressed like black people and other minorities for so long it's like your own coping way like mechanism to like kind of just like be looking out for each other or keep your like I don't know you're just people like multiplying you know yeah like in order instead of um it's instead of it being like white pride, like we need to keep our line pure. There's a connotation to that where it's negative versus black yeah. love and making sure like that your black kids know that their love and their black skin is great. And like, it's just a whole different thing. Like I was telling him too, I'm like, we don't, black people don't want white people to have white guilt and walk around with lynches on their neck <laughs> and saying, Oh, I'm so like, we don't want that. We just want, we, you can be maybe we do <laughs> we can be you can be proud of the skin that you're in but you don't have to go around saying white pride because there's a connotation to that versus yeah. just understanding that you're white loving yourself and then using your skin and your privilege as a way to speak out on the injustices that are happening right so. using right, that right. platform <laughs> which is dope that's that's what i think like with most interracial relationships like i'm not saying that it can fix racism or whatever but i i really feel like 
you know, there's a step. You know what I'm saying? We were saying that we, women, women and like more diverse, I feel like we should get rid of the democracy and Republican government altogether and we should just have a bunch of women ruling in all different multicultural races so that we're not relying on one person who's Donald Trump to reach out to China or Russia. Like, no, instead have multiple cultures representing a mixed country and so that you're able to reach out to those countries leaders you basically speak up for every like basically nation creed creed that there can be touched upon or even religion too yeah like i just feel like that's a big issue with our the way our governments work and obviously the whole country is white people and Mm -hmm. it's like we are too afraid to own up to our mistakes whether it be in history or in modern day, we're just like, la, 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 la. I, <laughs> yeah. I here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of it, too. Like, too even in, that. um like, debates. I was in a, a debate group. I ended up leaving, but it came down to, like, um I see a lot of, like, reparation talking. I'm just like, you know, of course it would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. other <laughs> other people have gotten reparations for whatever. But I just feel like, you know, it, it's, it's, first of all, we're in a pandemic right now, so... <laughs> That's yeah. number one. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, the same, like you said, I don't want there, to, there doesn't need to be like any guilt or anything like that. But just, you know, a listening ear, if you have the platform to, you know, make a change, then, you know, use that platform to make that change. But shit, if not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, a part of me is like, you know, for instance, if you're like Donald Trump, you've been raised, you know, up with money, you never, you don't have to hear all of this. So you can't relate at all. It just sounds like a bunch mm-hmm. of, well, go get a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I do understand it if you haven't been raised, but the simple fact is, like, if you're not going to at least take the time to, like, listen and use some type of logic or put yourself mm-hmm. in someone mm-hmm. else's shoes, then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you, you might want to stay where you is. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. And what I was talking with my friend today, she's a white woman and she's, like, one of my best friends. She, she, I don't want to use the word woke because like when I was telling her, I'm like, I shouldn't be this shocked talking with the white person who just gets it. Like, right, right. it's crazy how like you find one white person who can talk to you about anything and you like freak out because it's so rare. They right, don't listen. Right. They don't understand. So with her, that's how I feel. And she was bringing up mm-hmm. how this person had mentioned that all white people are born racist. And I said, yeah, technically why people are inherently racist because they're raised in a household where you don't have to worry about minority concerns. You're raised not having to learn your history. I mean, other people's history, you're not having, it's not a necessity until you get to school and you learn civil rights. Like you don't need it. So in a way, white people are inherently racist in a way of ignorance, not because they're born saying KKK and how Hitler, like no, it's just because it's ignorance. And also white people have the choice to listen whereas people born in my skin in a darker skin hispanic native american asian filipino us we need to know our history we need to be raised on these things we don't have a choice because it's our life versus someone like him like i said earlier he didn't have to marry me he could have married anybody else and it would have been so easier yeah you know that's true that's dope though like like i said those conversations definitely like even in like our community um in the in the black community like 
I just feel like there need to be conversations. I feel like there's a lot of kind of bickering back and forth about shit. And what pisses me right. off the most is we we don't reach a solution. We just keep saying this is an issue. And it's just like, damn, like we have to think outside the box. And I think the best way to do it is to, you know, find um, people who have a platform that, you know, is bigger than what we have. And the best yes. way to do that, like, I'm not saying you have yeah, to date somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, my friend Kalia on my Facebook, like, it, all of my stuff is on Facebook. I have yeah. my conversations openly on Facebook if you want to read the comments. But my friend made a good point that I didn't think of because with the whole Ahmed thing, a white woman posted a selfie saying that she was going for a jog and she didn't have to worry about being shot at, right? Yeah. And I, and when I saw it, I was like, you know, I like this because she's bringing attention and posted a picture of Ahmed. And one of my friends had said, we need to come together, like whites, blacks, all of us, we need to come together and fight for this. And my friend said, you know, I'm tired of fighting. The more that black people are fighting these things and speaking up, the more of us die. And it's time, in her opinion, and what I was seeing was, why don't black people just fucking relax and let white people who have a bigger platform, who say they care, who say they want equality and justice, let them speak for us for once. Because the more that we do it, the more hurt we get. All of the protests that we've done and getting tear gassed in the street for silently protesting, where now people are outside during quarantine getting free masks handed out to them mm -hmm. and protesting what they feel is their constitutional right versus when we do it we get mowed down we get pepper bullets like we get all these yeah. things done to us so why do we need to keep fighting when all these people with more power and privilege and louder voices can do all the talking for us because i yeah. i felt her i was like girl i'm tired too i'm tired of having to speak out and educate people on my facebook page about what's going on like at this point at this point you should know what's going on right you know and as the majority and with someone with white privilege like obviously we all need to be using this gift we have a lot more to make the changes because what her friend was trying to say basically is we're in the position, us as white people, we're in the position to make real changes because we literally make up the whole population of this country because we decided to come over here, you know? Yeah. And not enough white people see that. And obviously, most of them are closed-minded and just not willing to listen. And a lot of them, they they get uncomfortable having to identify issues as race issues. Instead, they just see it as, oh, another fellow American was gunned down while taking a jog. And it's like, no, you have to, you need to put a label on what it is. It is what it is. He was black, he was followed, he was shot and killed, just like all these other people on this list of things. Right. And, and part of an interracial relationship is, he made the choice to take my problems from our community onto his shoulders as well. And because of how he looks and all of the friends that he follows, he can make statements and he doesn't care if it makes his friends uncomfortable because it weeds them out. And he's using his voice, he's using his skin, he's using his privilege as a weapon against the system that it is so fucking dark in here. I'm sorry. You're good, <laughs> you're like, good. Can you turn the lamp on? <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs> right. I was like, yes, speak. Come on, Michelle. Come on, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> Better now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where I was. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, 
I think that's dope. Like that's a a dope mindset right there because like I saw um and I think I shared it from your page too the status about you know basically how we as black people we can't do shit like we can't walk we can't jog we can't go to the corner store we can't be in our home you know what I'm saying so yeah. I think it is time to take a different approach because even looking back at history all of the the peaceful protests we did like I'm not getting bit by no dog okay yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting and, you know. <laughs> In in a grand scheme of things, if you look back at history, none of what we did mattered. It made the history books, but it took a white voice. It took a white president to make the laws changing. It took like it took the white people to change and make laws. I didn't like, at least from my knowledge, I didn't see like a black lawyer going into court and being like, "Yep, this is the law that we're making, and this is it." And then they were like, "Yay!" No, like yeah, we. We were arrested for protesting. We were doing all these things. We were um, the the bar sit-ins and stuff like that. But right. did it really make a difference? Or did it really take one or a few white people to make a difference? Took more like-minded people. Yeah. And it's Basically. like, it sucks. But like what my friend said, she's like, we didn't, we did not make the system and we did not break it. So why do we have to always be the ones to fix it? Facts, facts. That makes right. sense. That makes sense. Girl, I, everyone was yeah. speaking fire today. I was like, Girl, I'm gonna go back to the status <laughs> and go look because that shit, that shit. I think it's a, it's definitely something that needs to be taken into consideration. I just feel like doing the same thing repeatedly, and, and you're gonna get the same result. It's basically insanity. That's literally the mm-hmm. meaning of insanity. So it yeah. is time for us to take like a different stance, like you said, and just it and get our allies together and go from there because like that's that's who makes change we we yeah. need the karens that are on our side to go and, and yell at these people right, <laughs> and, right. right. Like, can you go speak to the biggest manager please right exactly <laughs> like what? And I was i'm like i'm in like this i'm not a baby mama obviously but i'm in a group called baby mama baby daddy drama because i just like i like everybody trolling. likes okay, a little so drama like yeah people's business <laughs> But, like, a lot of those people, what we were saying was, what was I saying? Holy shit, maybe I, I am high. <laughs> <laughs> the damn edible kicking in. a good start off, right? I was like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? I just, I just know that, um, fuck, I really can't think. You talk. Girl, I'm sorry. You good, you good, you good. I'm probably gonna text it to you later, like, can you just add that in? Right, right. <laughs> baby mama, baby dad. Let me look this up right, because right? I'm just I'm like, like, oh, where I'm was like, I going with that? <laughs> Trolling. Oh I'm so dead. Like, I don't know. I haven't trolled in a minute. I've been wanting to during quarantine, but I'm like, I need to stop. <laughs> He wants me to stop. He's like, can you please stop ruffling people's feathers? I'm like, never. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be behaved on my profile, on my timeline. So I go up in those private groups and I wreak havoc. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. I think everyone should have a troll, a troll post. I mean, a troll <laughs> profile. Just in case, you never know. I've gotten my mm-hmm. own put in jail and I was pretty pissed. And I made another one and I was just like, I'm back, bitches. You got your head in. I remember Okay. <laughs> okay. I was so <laughs> So basically, like, I just see a bunch of groups where, like, white women or white people, they'll speak up on things that in our black community. And, like, I'm sure, like, what you've noticed him saying, he'll say, like, what your people or what your community. Yeah. And the first thing that black people, some black people will see is, 
oh, my community, like, it's like a pointing yeah. finger kind of phrase instead of just taking it as it is. Like, he's talking, and he's obviously not racist, but he's saying the phrase, well, your people have this problem. Mm-hmm. And with you guys, it's great because we're talking face-to-face, and you know, like, what he's talking about. Right. But the first thing black people do a lot is they shut white people down when they're trying to help. Right. And I'm when they're themselves. Like, I try white person is speaking up on things that are happening in our community i try to listen to what they're seeing from their side oh, yeah, ask questions like why are you cussing this man out because he's asking the question and he wants to know it's better than and him i not hate caring. that too because i feel like with, with some they're already on the defense they're they're on the defense already you know what i'm saying as soon yeah. as you know anyone white says anything (laughs) yeah like i'm just like bro chill because i mean like you said you know some people are so stuck in the bubble that they see in their problem but it's just like you know there's someone from the outside looking in that's like you know hey i feel like i have something that could probably help us move this along like but i mean i feel like that's that also is why a lot of uh, white people kind of don't speak up because you know, maybe they mm-hmm. have tried before and then they've been just completely shut down. Like, what do you mean yeah. your people? You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah. like, come on, bro. Like, really? Jay, <laughs> like, what I was telling him, I was like, you're really good at knowing when to put it in your two cents. Because, like, obviously right now you're asking for his opinion. And then there are times where it's like their voices and opinion aren't really necessary at that moment. And it's like, did you really need to say that right now? Yeah, <laughs> but otherwise, it's like, I when I go onto Facebook groups and I'm like communicating with people, just like in that um the sipping tea group that we yeah. were talking in, when I'm making an opinion, I'm never trying to shoot down the other person I'm talking to. I'm just right. saying, like, this is how I feel and this is why. And then I listen to the other person. I read your comments. I was hearting your comments because I understand where you're coming from. And it's a conversation. It doesn't have to be an exactly. argument just because you might not agree on something. And I feel like since with social media and not using emojis, not knowing the tone, not being face to face and being pussies, like they just want to fight. That's all they want to do. Oh, girl, yes. Right. I right. feel That's like. That's why I like texting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Keyboard warriors, boy. Cause I know some shit I can tell is posted just to start some shit. And I'm just like, do I want to get involved today? Yeah. Like, do I want to or do I just want to be, you know, just free of the toxic shit (laughs) but i'm just like i don't know i mean um i think people should look at it like that as a conversation and Mm -hmm. um especially like in the group unpopular opinions i mean it's called unpopular opinions so there are going to be some but it's just like it's so much arguing it's so much and then if they can't if they feel like they've lost the conversation or lost the debate then here comes the roast i mean a dude like literally went to this guy's page and like pulled up pictures of his children and started talking about his kids and stuff and i'm just like is it that serious like i mean that's like i was in this group called white people asking black people questions and i already knew about the bullshit that was going to <laughs> but i joined it because i was curious i was right. like let me if i can answer questions and like and be the one person who's not taking this like a joke so right. <laughs> what i saw was like the black people that were in that group they would go like to women who are in interracial relationships they would go to our page and post our man and they're like oh i can't listen to you because you're dating this and i'm like hell yeah i'm dating that and what about it (laughs) (laughs) period (laughs) it's like 
Okay. I hate that just... because it kind of it's almost like they discredit you for being black if you date outside your race. Like, well, you can't relate. Like, I don't have to live in my skin every day. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> what the hell? Like, he's my invisibility cloak. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I can't. I can't do. But yeah, I think um, if people would, like you said, look at it as a conversation versus an argument, or you know, even if. Because people don't know how to debate online. That's the thing. And that is mm-hmm. why, like, I can't wait till the city, you know, kind of opens because I really want to have. Um, throw hands. Yeah, like, yeah, let me go throw hands. But really, like, face to face debate because I really want to see that shit you was talking online. Is you gonna, are you going to say it now? You know what I'm saying? Because right. see, on January 1st of 2020, you said this, but now you're saying, did your opinion change? Like, mm-hmm. but and I'm like, what I was thinking. Like, I was talking to a friend who has mixed children, but they're very white passing. And then, like, the whole TikTok stuff that's happening with these teens who are racist as hell. Like, people thought, like, with the boomers dying with this boomer remover disease. That's what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) But people think that just because they're going, that racism will die. And all these mixed kids coming out, like, racism will end soon because we're all going to be mixed. And it's like, they're raising people who think just like them and we can tell okay i'm sorry 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 um they're raising people who think just like them and it's like racism will never end no matter how many people are on this planet there will always be people who are indian race minded who are very like pure white blood and they're gonna raise their kids the way they want them to and it's just a reality that people need to accept and stop saying it's gonna be gone soon. You guys are the you guys are the solution. I'm like, man, I just want to sit at home and like, I don't want chill. to be the solution. <laughs> right? Like, don't don't put that on me. Like, <laughs> chill out, man. Chill out. I'm racism. so dead. Racism. I feel like it stems from basically just not spending enough time with like a specific people or group. It's like kind of a survival instinct I feel kind of came from when we're less evolved. It is like, oh, we don't know anything about them. Their first intention, they're going to attack us, you know. I thought that's just always kind of been in our DNA, but since we're evolved, we should have been, like, past that a long time ago, you know. I was walking, walking, I was watching Pocahontas the other night and the Savages song, seeing it from... The, the white colonizers who came in and they're like, obviously they attacked us because they're hiding something. And the natives were like, no, we attacked you because we don't know who you are. And it's That's like right. seeing both sides. And if they had, they just come together and had someone talking like, this is what we're here for. We're not here to hurt you. And oh, okay, we can help you with that. We can live. Co. But like in history, white people have made it a point to be on top and killing, raping, pillaging. Like they made it a point to do it that way. Instead of the way where minorities are way more forgiving, like obviously slavery happened, freaking Japanese internment camps happening, but minorities as a people, we're way more forgiving of these things and we're expected to be, you know? I feel like the same way white people have tried to keep themselves in power, we've also made this these counter protests to basically quiet everybody else down which is ridiculous Mm -hmm. like i used to i'm not gonna lie like i used to look at all life matters the same way when it first came out and then my i have my wife and she told me that's basically just like a protest against a protest now it literally opened my eyes and 
now I'll forever look at it differently. Yeah, like, why are you so angry that we're saying this if all lives really matter, you know? Facts. And that's why I was like, because I'm like, at any any time, you know, um, someone, you know, black or whatever, Black Lives Matter would be there, and they really tried to demonize them. And I, I hated it because people would, um, like, black people go out, do these riots, and be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> You are not like literally a part of this group, and it like just really wrecked it. And then like uh, all lives matter was like never in anything, and I was just like, "Where were you guys at this process?" Honestly, like there's an like just like KKK is an extremist group of Christianity, but not all Christians think that way. Not all white people think that way. There are gonna be. I mean, Black Panther was an extremist version of. Like, us just speaking up for, for ourselves, but it's because they were fucking fed up with what was going on. So can you blame them? And then right. same thing with Black Lives Matter. Like, there are peaceful protesters and people who do things by the law. They get permits and all that stuff. And then there's going to be people who are fed up having to go by the white man's rules and do everything how they say it because they know it's not going to happen that way, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, people like that, like I said, you know, it, it's almost like history is continually repeating itself, and I think everyone needs to take a step the fuck back and just look at history and, like, try to make a change from there. You know, we're, we're still fighting the same battle on both sides, I feel. We're still fighting to be understood and to not be killed and, you know, shit like that. But it's like, it's not getting us anywhere. So, yeah, like you said, I, I really do feel like, you know, if everyone's tired, it's time to get with our allies and let them, you know, take take over take over that platform and speak for us. Because it's, it's just the way it's going to have to be done. I know some people are like, nah, fuck that. You know, we want to do it our way type shit. But, you know, our way has not worked at all. Yeah. Right. It, it rose some yeah. attention, but not enough yeah. to where you know what i was saying with biden i was called a sheep the other day because i shared a post about biden speaking out and i was like okay well i guess i'm a sheep because just because i don't agree i don't agree with what that man portrays at all like at all i'm never gonna vote for him but at the right. same time he shared and spoke about something that got national coverage to people who would have probably never heard about this shit ever right. and it's like whether he did it for votes whether he did it because he actually felt for this family and losing their son, whose birthday's tomorrow, like whether whatever reason he did it for, he did it. And so now all these people knew about it. And guess what happened today? Now those two men got arrested after that happened in Fact. February. And that's what I was saying. After- people were like, "Oh, he's trying to get the black vote, this, that, and the other." But you know, you gotta look at the bigger picture. It got some shit done, <laughs> and that's. That was the goal at the end of the day. You know, I've seen so many, um, like the status is being shared and these, these, um, things that you can sign online. But I mean, not, like you said, nothing happened until that shit was said by him. And then boom, you know, they're, they're fucking arrested. I'm like, if that wouldn't have happened, who, they would have still been walking around like shit, like just, you know, free. So it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like us, uh, our, our community definitely needs to kind of take a step back and just let that shit be handled. And if he benefits from it, from a vote, whatever, oh, fucking hey. But, like, we're benefiting even more because, like, finally, you know, justice is being served. I, I hope and pray. But it's just like, I don't know. But I do want to thank y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like 
every time a person does come up as well, it's like this con like constant battle between each race, like who had it worse, this and that. Yeah. But I, in my own opinion, no matter what, <laughs> like people can hear this podcast and come argue with me. <laughs> my name is <laughs> <laughs> okay, but watch your mouth, okay? <laughs> I feel like just black people have always been amongst the most oppressed people. And it's like, everybody else got their voice. Like, you guys brought up reparations earlier. And, like, everyone got their chance to speak. And, like, anytime black people get to speak, it's like, they don't get to say. And, like, anytime they do speak, it's like, oh... I'm freaking part Irish, and they bring up some fucking Irish servitude or some other thing, or like Hispanic people will bring up the immigration issue, but right. if you really do your research, black people have been oppressed for like so many different ways, like me and her were just talking about World War II, yeah. like another thing people bring up anytime oppression brings up is the Jews and the Holocaust. I'm part Jewish. I get that. But literally everyone in the Holocaust, like almost every race was affected. And a lot of people don't even know or do the research. Nazis did a lot of experimenting on black people too. And it's wow. like, they forgot Yeah, you only hear about, about Jewish people, but they don't talk about the trans people, the lesbians, the gypsies, gypsies the Russians. black people. And they wow. think the Holocaust all about Jewish people. And that's the argument they bring up, and it's like, okay, but what about everybody else that died? That's so interesting because I sure like now I have to go look it up. <laughs> I did not know that. I learned a fact today. Fun I fact. I went to Germany, and we went. I always every time we go to Germany, I always want to go to a concentration camp to give my respects. Right. And they all had different symbols on their shirts, where it was either you're gay, you're black, you're Jewish, you're a woman, you're a child, like all of them, they're all affected. That wasn't that country, not just you. It literally just took me opening a book, and I remember just reading, like, like, who would have thought, you know, like, black people would have been affected by something that's happening in Europe, you know? Yeah. And right. at the time, literally, a bunch of countries didn't even know, like, concentration camps existed until after World War II, you know? And, yeah. yeah. That was like a really good point because like, like now, I mean, it makes you want to read because like, like you said, the only thing that we were taught in school was just like, okay, you know, the, the Jewish were affected by this. You guys are slaves. MLK, Rosa Parks, the end, like now you're here, but it doesn't go into detail about it and so once you're out of school like for me i mean i made you into music so i was like Ugh, i don't need it you know history i'm gonna play my flute and i'll be fine but it's just like it's, it's interesting it definitely you know definitely makes me want to go read more on it and, and get more information about it because like shit you know but um i don't know even today like yeah I, I i agree with that like we're hella oppressed because even when um some africans come over and we're all like, you know, hey, bro, you know, Africans are just like, hell no. Like, we're, we're African and you're black. <laughs> like, there is no together. Some of them, not all of them. But um, I, I've experienced that, like, for the first time. And I was just like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I right. couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. 
you know like i don't know it was so weird to me but i have a friend who's um she's liberian and she's like really cool and um her dad and then they're like so funny like they of course want her to you know keep it in her bloodline and stuff like that because that's their culture and whatnot but she's dated around so like it's so funny like she she really likes Yeah, she likes she likes dating around. So I was like, girl, her dad and they're cool though. They're supportive of of what she does. But I know her dad is always trying to hook her up with like someone that's from like Liberia or Africa, and she's just like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so cool. Did you have any other questions, Brandon? Is this like an everyday conversation with y'all? So this oh, like yeah. a, this like, seems like this would be real dope to be in y'all house. <laughs> it's it's really fun. Like at first, obviously, I was younger and like I didn't want to bring these things up and make him uncomfortable and make him run away. But then I was like, why? If he does run away, he's obviously not the one. And like right. this is my life. It's what I experience. It's what I see every day on social media. My people being bashed or hurt. So if I'm going to need someone to talk to, I should be able to turn to my husband and he's my best friend. So. John, one last thing before I guess we're going to go. As a white person, like it literally took me dating a black woman to be aware of police brutalities, all the racial tension still going on. And that's really all it took while before I, w- I was like kind of basically like every other white person like oh these laws have been passed this and that it doesn't exist anymore and right. sometimes it just takes an open mind and getting out of your comfort zone you know and these conversations are kind of fun and I know they can be like depressing and really hard because it's something that he probably would have never had to experience had he not married me but at the same time, like you said, they need to be had and they don't always have to end on like a negative note and like, like our friends. So it's just like a, it's the conversation flows. It's not like, can we sit down and like, like really brace yourself? <laughs> like, you know what I'm right now? What's going on right now? And then we just talked. We talked for hours today. We went to go run errands when we were talking on in the car about it. And it's, it's, I feel like everyone should have that, whether you're in an interracial relationship, same race, even if you're two white people, like you should be having those conversations because you have friends that have to experience this. You have coworkers that have to experience this, so you should educate yourself. Right, right. right. Period. <laughs> but I do want to thank y'all. We want to thank y'all so much. I'm so happy you guys are open. Thank you questions. for asking girl we i've learned a lot <laughs> so i think that's like i've learned a lot now i gotta go read but um yeah thank you guys so much we appreciate you guys for you know being open to um talk about this you know with a and b combos yeah thank you and it was so nice to meet you brandon nice yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> all right y'all y'all have a good one Bye.